Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 23 of the Eterna podcast. I want to just take a second here to let everybody know that there's going to be some special extra content at the end of the podcast, so make sure to stay tuned for that. But let's get right into it with episode 23, What a Terrible Night to Catch a Curse. This. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> less, <laughs> less time on Burger Chicken Z. Uh, we had a shopping episode. <laughs> oh boy, did we. <laughs> uh, and Riley got his debt paid off. Uh, and also found a note in his pocket that threatened to kill someone. Probably Nina, but... Wait, wait, the note? Her. The note threatened to kill someone? I should have ripped it up. Why did I give it away? Well, somebody threatened <laughs> and wrote it on the note. Oh, um, that makes more sense. And you had walked into an alleyway to which someone had kind of like come out the other end of the alleyway and was being all creepy and shit towards you. So, Riley, Lark, I'd like you to roll initiatives. You left out the caca. <laughs> oh, yes. So, very important. Uh, Lark was supposed to whistle if there was trouble, and he. I guess he panicked and he was going, Kaka! Kaka! <laughs> My initiative is a tasty, tasty eight. All right. Let's see what he gets. Okay. So he is going first. Hmm. Weird. And the eight didn't beat him. Fucking strange. No. Huh. Uh, and he rolled above what Lark got. So, unfortunately, it looks like Lark rolled very poorly. Um, uh, with his total of 14. Uh, <clears throat> so, you would notice something very worrying uh, as this person begins to sort of shift their shape. Uh, becoming sort of like a humanoid rat in appearance. Uh, you can make me a local check. <laughs> Both of you can. Nat one. Well. Um, hey Lark, with your 25, that's a were-rat. Uh, I'll give you four questions. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, first question um, is, uh, what are were-rat vulnerabilities? Uh, their DR is overcome by silver. Um, I think that's their only real weakness. Okay. Um, Let me confirm right quick. Oh, get out of my way. Uh, don't show this. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, silver overcomes their uh, damage reduction, which is substantial. Okay. Um, next question: Do they have regeneration, or is it just their damage reduction that's protecting them? Uh, I do not see any additional defensive abilities uh, based on their type. Okay. Um, and just because I forget here, next question. Uh, are were creatures lycanthropes 
Um, do they have the always alignment or is it a usually alignment? As in, like, if um, where rats are, say, lawful evil, do they automatically um, turn lawful evil or? No. Um, okay. That. Um, the only time anything like that will happen is if uh, they go berserk, and then it's not really their alignment, it's just them going nuts. Okay. Um, and then, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this question, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyways, just in case I uh, I am surprised, but uh, where do, uh, or where rats usually live? Um, just about anywhere. But uh, they do tend to be, of all the lycanthropes, the ones most likely to blend into urban settings. Okay. Cool. Alright. So, uh, Riley, I need you to make me a will save. Uh, okay, before I roll the will save, I'm going to use uh, the swashbuckler ability Charmed Life to add Charisma Mod to my saving throw before it's made. I get three of these a day. Okie doke. Uh, well, that's a nat 20 for a total of 23. Alright. You feel something very, very weird for a moment, but you shake it off. Um, and the, uh, the were rat before you kind of like, uh, tisks and, uh, uh, go ahead and make me a perception. I can perceive, probably. Well, I got a 12, so maybe. Alright, so, uh, you would notice extremely briefly, there was, like, something like a glint in his hand before he turned it back into a fist. And then he bursts forward towards you very strangely, like, almost instantly. Is he attacking? Uh, he he is attacking, yes. Okay, I'm gonna use, uh, it's an immediate action, dodging panache. Spend one point of panache to gain a, uh, to move five feet, the attack still will go through, but I gain my charisma mod to my Oh, no, never mind. It's dodge bonus to AC, which I wouldn't be able to have anyways, because he's acting before me in combat. Never mind. Guess I'm just going to tank it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and you would notice that he is moving absurdly quickly for such a short-term span of time. Uh, I, I take it at 20 hits your AC. Ooh, yeah, it does. All right. Uh, so let me look at this. Um, <clears throat> I thought you were supposed to be getting Brock killed, not yourself. Hey, you know, shit happens. So you just hear really quickly, uh, before his mouth sinks into your shoulder he's like she's mine uh and you take two damage uh, and i need you to make a fortitude save uh oh okay well i am going to use charmed life again to get a plus two to this okay. <laughs> since i have three of them a day and i feel like this is important uh, oh um he is acting before you so he actually gets another d6 of damage 
Oh, I see. Well, my fort save with the plus two comes out to a total of 23. Okay. Uh, you take another four as well. Uh, the 23 will pass. Um, so it is now Lark's turn. Uh, your Kaka, I don't think, would have done anything very important. Um, okay. Because that was not the agreed upon signal. Okay. Um, what I will do then is I will, um, uh, move into flanking position hopefully in a way that does not get me noticed um you would have to literally move through both of them to get there or you're going to okay. have to climb up the building run along it drop down behind it all without getting noticed how difficult does the building look fine i mean not terribly but uh i mean he's about 20 feet down the alley so it, it's either going to take you a while or you're going to have to take big penalties on your stealth. Alright. Um... Uh, I'm going to trust that he's more focused on to the combat than he is on like random people scampering around. Um, so I'm still going to try to be stealthy here. Uh, I'm going to try climbing the building as my first move action. Uh, okay. And if that doesn't work, my second move action, I'll just move in. Um, so I rolled a 14 on my climb. Uh, that would be just shy, yeah, I think. Meaningfully. Um, climb. Do note that at this point you have not actually signaled that you, the signal you were supposed to signal. I'm aware. Okay. Um. No, that would be 10. Okay. Um, am I able to get into flanking position without provoking attacks of opportunity? No. Um, so I can't circumvent him because he's like in a straight alley, right? Right. Okay, uh, I'm going to try a second, uh, so for my standard, I'm going to try climbing again. If you'll permit okay. that. Yeah. No. <laughs> that is a no. So, uh, you try climbing and you fall on your ass and are prone. What? I can't critically succeed, but I can botch. Well, you can fail by so much on a climb check and fall. Okay. Like, you don't take any damage because you didn't really fall a distance, but you yeah. are on your ass. And, Fair enough. Uh, you'll have to stand up next turn. Okay. Uh, and then as a free action, I'll whistle. Okay. Uh, so, um, Brock, Leaf, um, y'all would hear the whistle. Well, if that's the signal, I'd start running towards the blacksmith it's shop. It's morphin' time. <laughs> All right. So you enter at initiative zero uh, and will begin running that way. Um, Riley, it's your turn. So um, considering Riley didn't walk into the alley armed, expecting more to talk to this person before they engage in combat, I know, foolish, I think the order of things he's going to do is he's going to use a standard action to take a total defense to increase his AC um, okay. by four. And then I feel like he unfortunately has to draw his rapier, which I know provokes. Um, do you want to just five foot away while doing it? 
Yeah, I guess I could do that. Is this uh, just like a five-foot wide alley? Pretty uh, much. Roughly. Yeah, I yeah. guess I could do that. Is yeah, this uh, yeah, just that, like a five-foot wide alley? Perfectly fine. Pretty much. Uh, take a quick five-foot step yeah. away. Just draw distance a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that's probably... Rip out the rapier, the trusty rapier, and um, use my standard action for a defense boost. All right. So the turn will uh, go to the others running over. Um, so uh, what is... Uh, you both arrive at the alley. I would say with as far away as you were staying for safety, it would take a double move. Okay. Uh, make perceptions. It's a 15 for me, boss. Me as well. All right. You would both see Riley in the alleyway with another figure. Um, uh, your low light uh, picking up that this is not quite human whatever he is fighting uh leaf and uh brock you would you would certainly see that um do either well okay leaf make a knowledge local do you have local brock i do not okay. Ooh, that's a natural 20 for 23 knowledge okay. local. uh it is a were rat give me uh three questions as as like regarding the species in general yeah um what dangers do they present? Like supernatural abilities, I suppose. Um, they can spread their lycanthropy uh, if they are uh, natural lycanthropes. Um, they um, they also uh, carry, oftentimes, though not always, mundane diseases. Uh, and they can commune with animals related to their type of lycanthropy. Okay, and uh, do they have anything that uh, not, not like, I mean, I'm not necessarily going for like a weakness, but uh, kind of like vampires and garlic, do they have anything in particular that they hate? Uh, silver burns them to a degree um, and also cuts through one of their defensive abilities. Uh, were-rats in particular are particularly durable against most things that some lycanthropes would be sensitive to, such as strong smells, because as their mundane uh, relatives, uh, they are quite used to things like filth. Okay. Oh, so, so they, they would have uh, things that they hate similar to whatever base animal species... They're related to uh, so like they might hate cats for instance <laughs> i i wouldn't say that as a more intelligent creature uh it would be afraid of a cat unless that cat was very big and particularly interested in them uh but they do have scent but unlike some uh were rats their scent is able to <laughs> deal with disgusting smells they they can wallow in filth and not be uh like turned over by it okay um that's really all I, I had that i wanted to know that hasn't already been covered okay uh and then that's the end of your turn uh it is now riley's turn or not riley's turn is now the rat's turn 
again, and I want Riley to make a will save again. No. Uh, okay. I'm going to save my last charmed life and just, I guess, roll with it. All right. Let's see what I get. Oh, good. That's a six. Okay. Uh, so you would feel that strange feeling again, except this time it feels like it rips something away from you. Uh, time around you seems to speed up, uh, but your reaction time doesn't seem to improve. Uh, however, uh, you hear a brief snicker, and then he fucking explodes. Leaf, <laughs> you see oh. something that the others don't. Uh, when this wear rat down the thing, like, it seemed to draw something out of Riley. Uh, into a small orb, which it proceeded to almost immediately crush. At that very moment, Taraxis appeared and just became like a consuming blur in the alleyway. And all that was left of this dude was his gear and his guts. He turned into a fucking mist. <laughs> Riley's just like, I did it. Riley, you are red. <laughs> You are painted fucking red. <laughs> yeah, he's probably thoroughly confused, perplexed, and, um... Oh, and make me a fortitude save. <laughs> okay, this I will use my last charmed life on for the day. Right. Let's try to make sure none you, of this... You get some lycanthrope blood in your eyes. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Oh, good, a five on the die, that brings me to a nine. Alright. Combat's over. Thanks, Taraxis. Uh, <laughs> Is so that I'll... really his reaction? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll uh, I cast light into the palm of my hand and just kind of cup it to illuminate the alleyway. Like, I, I, I saw what happened, but there's got to be something else going on because that was mm -hmm. real weird. You see <laughs> yep. Taraxis, who looks extremely clean for what just happened, save for a tiny little just red spot on the tip of his uh, index finger, um, uh, standing there. Uh, he's not smiling for once. He, If you had to guess from his mouth's uh, orientation, he's rather annoyed. He, he, like, lifts up his hand and looks at it. Hmm. Petulant mortal. What did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? What does it look like I did? You're just in our heads. You've, you can't interact with things. You can't hurt people. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, you do think that, don't you? No, this one annoyed me because he's messing with things. Frankly, it might have been, shall we say, a negative effect on my entertainment. So, no, I wasn't going to stand by. What do you want with Riley? Hmm? Well, I'm watching you all. It helps to have a couple of lines to follow. But, 
I'm rather interested to see what will come. It's easier to follow a light in the dark, leaf, than it is to grasp around at roots. Well, I, I suppose I can't exactly argue uh, with your actions today. <laughs> I'm at a loss. He was stealing your friend's time, changing things. How something this pathetic got that kind of power, I'm not sure. I'll have to take a look. Although it's all tangled now. Oh. I mean, like, is, is anybody else reacting to my conversation with Thin Air? Uh, Brock probably would have immediately ran into the alleyway to look at Riley. Riley seems and mostly he's unharmed. Right. He's got a nasty bite on his shoulder and he's covered in paste. Yeah, Riley's probably just, like, staring at the spot where his enemy once stood and with one hand, like, wiping the blood and gore from his face and um, once sheathing his blade, clutching the wound on his shoulder with his other hands. Um, looking thoroughly perplexed. Um, and if Brock runs up, we'll uh, turn to Brock and say, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I have no idea what happened. Well, are you, are you at least okay? I was bitten by a very strange creature that did very strange things to me. I am honestly uncertain, though my clothing is thoroughly ruined. Um, could I make a heel check to look at his wound and see if I could tell if it's infected or anything like that? Like if he's, if there's any telltale signs of contracting the you can look at to see like the severity and whatnot and to make guesses. Ooh, rocking a six on the heel check. Uh, he's got a bite on his shoulder. It looks like it hurts. I pull up my crochet. Okay. Uh, can I do a heel check on his uh, clothes? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do a heel check on his clothes. Well, uh, <laughs> really a craft tailoring, but... Like... <laughs> I mean, his clothes are technically in fine condition. They're just heavily saturated with blood and very finely uh, pulverized guts. Okay, I, I thought they were actually like slashed open. That's fine. Ooh, no. You know what? It's too bad we're not evil because we could squeeze all the blood from these clothing into like a bucket and use it to coat our weapons to inflict lycanthropy across everyone we fight. Man. If only. It is a good thing that Riley's not a villain. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> making, me, making me regret playing good characters for once, man. Hey, I tried. <laughs> uh, so I, I'll call from the mouth of the alleyway and just say, I know what happened. Riley will look at Leaf and say, please do inform me, because that lasted about 10 seconds, and I am very, very confused. <laughs> the dude just shapeshifted into a rat, bit you, and then self-destructed. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so uh, it's just, um, I, I'm going to sound like I'm repeating myself a bit, but uh, it was Taraxis. Uh ran right down that alleyway and exploded the rat man uh which we we've got quite a bit to be concerned about because uh if i'm remembering correctly he was a were rat and uh that runs a very high risk of infection 
Yeah, and like Riley, this shit ended up in your eyes and your nose and your mouth and Riley or in your wound. Eyes narrow and he says, "Somehow I'm even more confused now than I was before." Mostly why this individual sought me out, what he attempted to do to me, and why this creature that I've yet to see assisted by blowing him up. Uh after he, he bit you, he, he did something with his hands. He, he stole something from you. Uh, Taraxis said he was taking your time. Uh, but th that's concerning in and of itself. But even even more worrisome is that uh, Taraxis seemed to have a vested interest in preventing that. So he, he stepped in. How does a were-rat get the capability to take someone's time. Taraxis mentioned that. That's what I want to find out. Now, if you'll excuse me, Leaf. And he vanishes. What exactly does that mean to take someone's time? Yes, talk to me like I'm five. Uh, th this is all s secondhand information. Uh, I, I asked him right as everything was happening, and he, he seems to have just left. I, 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 don't, I don't know. My area of expertise is... Uh, woodland sprites and trees and creatures not not time magic and lycanthropy and that's... whatever Taraxis is leaf that's fair i guess we are all a bit out of our elements here i'm growing more concerned about the girl he was talking about in the notes and that he addressed to me would you mind taking those items i gave you initially and making sure that we could see that nina is okay i believe i should pay a visit to foresight you definitely should. Uh, and I, I, actually, I was, uh, I, I guess, as a delayed third question to my lycanthropy knowledge check, can can were-ratism be treated in the same way as normal, like, lycanthropy? Yeah. Yeah. It, okay, it, so, so like, Wolfsbane and all that? Okay, so... Uh, no, you gotta use rat poison. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's the same Wolfbane plus arsenic. Just hold up a, a mouse trap here. Stick your tongue out. <laughs> the only way. No, if if you want to have a higher success rate, he's got to stick something else in it. In the mouse trap? Yeah. Huh. It's the big cheese. Oh, that now all of my questions are answered. Well, see, <laughs> that's how we'll know if he's actually afflicted. We could just hold some cheese out in front of him, and if he goes for it. We're rat. We gotta okay, kill him. Okay, well, let's be honest. If I start getting shaken by being around our party's cats, then I think we have the answer. <laughs> yeah, you leave Grey Malkin alone. <laughs> but but you you should really look into some of the treatments. Perhaps they have some leftover wolfsbane from the initial treatments to, to Nina. Uh, treat it immediately before it sets in. Yes. If that's the case, do not trouble that family too much seeking out excess wolfsbane i will speak to foresight and see we, what he can identify that may or may not have been done to me just make sure to pass nina my regards when you talk to her and tell her that i regret not being present when we hand over these items it just kind of nod and i don't know hand over like a, a spare rag or something <laughs> Yes, and Riley will just like scrub his face and maybe run it through his hair. As a note, uh, 
The were-rat's gear did drop to the ground unharmed. Bloody, but unharmed. That's convenient. Well, uh, I mean, if, like, I imagine, like, all four of us in the alley notice that. Like, we just look at all his shiny gear lying in the middle of the ground and then look at each other. If that's the case, um... No, Brock's just gonna shake his head like, I'm not touching that. (laughs) It's not gonna loot itself. I mean, Brock, let's be honest. It's not gonna loot itself. Uh, I... I suppose... You know what? I am already gore-ridden. I will pick up the equipment and wash it off with my own. Alright. There's not really much there. There's some tattered clothes. Uh, there's two potions. Uh, one of which is in a bottle that you would better represent with an oil. Uh, so you can tell that much. There's 12 gold, one platinum, and one silver piece, and a common dagger. But meanwhile, back at the tavern... Adira and and the others are still on their way as this is happening. Foresight lays asleep in his bed. Until there is a sudden change as a were-rat across the town turns into red mist. Foresight, you would awake, suddenly realizing that there is a strange and foreign force in the room. Uh, I mean, he's not going to waste any time. He's going to get up and stand up as quickly as he can, look around. You would notice in the corner a form that, looking at it, you can't quite make it out, even though you can exactly kind of like point out where it is. It's almost like it's blurry. It has a vague shape. You can tell it, it stands up and kind of like staggers almost like it's confused uh it seems to uh roughly like look around uh taking notice of you he'll simply look and ask if do you need help a strange sound comes from it for the sake of not making really weird noises in everyone's ears it kind of sounds like Base heavy static. You don't understand what it's saying. Does it look hostile in any way? Uh, it does not at the moment. It looks more uh, like it's looking where it is, like it's it's trying to take in its surroundings. Mm. Um, if I'm just looking this thing over, are there any like open wounds, anything at all on it that looks? Or does it look like it's exclusively confused? Uh, you can't tell any of the particular physical details mm. of this creature. It, it's this weird blur. Kind of like displacement, but like a hundred times stronger. Mm. Uh, and, and like, so you, you have a vague understanding of its shape and its rough orientation. But... Mm. As far as the details of its surface, you're unsure. It doesn't appear to be acting in a wounded manner. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna cast Detect Magic and hope it doesn't freak out. Uh, you cast Detect Magic, um, and uh, there are a mass of 
very rapid fire magical auras uh, coming on and off very quickly off of this thing. Is it possible to identify literally anything, or is this just too... They they are like a fucking strobe light. They're just like... Mm -hmm. I can't snap with all of my fingers, but if I could... I like snapping. Snapping is fun. <laughs> like that, but 50 times faster. Just... Uh, so no, they are not identifiable, and they are variant in intensity. Uh, like in in of itself, it seems like the magic is distorted or mm. um, obscured in some way. In of itself, just kind of kind of scratch his head, still in a relatively tired state. And just, I'm sorry if I don't know how to communicate with you. I don't know if I can help you. Uh, it would say something again. Uh, this time the bass-like static kind of has a... I wouldn't call it clear enough to understand, but it's more mm. obvious that it's saying something this time. It's kind of like like you can hear the rise and fall of that bass. Mm. Um, he's probably... He's not the smartest fellow. Um, can you, hold on, I need to get paper. Can you try to keep talking? Okay, so you can understand me. Um. If I ask yes or no questions, can you nod your head or shake it? Does it, in fact, move its head at all in a uh, discernible uh, manner? Make me a perception check. I will do that. 21. Uh, it kind of seems like it might be nodding. But it is very hard to tell. Google once for yes, Google twice for no. That's honestly what I'm like considering. Like going <laughs> into just like very simple Morse code. Yeah. Uh, it takes a step out of the corner. Um, mm. And when it does, uh, a small like sort of side table kind of like skitters to and away from it. Uh, oscillating almost as it moves. Um, well, I mean, as far as he's concerned, this entity isn't threatening him, so he doesn't feel fearful of it at all. He's just going to watch. It, like, looks back at it and, like, and the table will stop. Um, hmm. Are you able to knock on anything like the ground? It'll reach down to the floorboards and like 
It just... Like the floorboards. Mm. It, does, it seems less like it's knocking on it and more like the floorboards are violently shaking. Mm. I, I imagine there are several instances of one being overlapping. Anything that's done will be done over and over again, making most things indiscernible. But if you can understand me, I think for yes, you can knock on the ground. For no, you can knock on the wall. I think that is a large enough and most discernible enough uh, act for me to be able to tell the difference. Around this time, Adira would walk into the inn, to which uh, you would notice that a lot of people are, like, looking at the stairs with concern. Um, Mr. Born, what's going on? Uh, there was just some violent knocking from upstairs. It sounded quite terrifying, but it only lasted a moment. It just happened. Well, did you send somebody up to check it out? No, it, it, it just happened a moment ago. And it was so loud. I'm afraid to go look. Good lord. Fine, I will go see what's going on. Where did it come from? Uh, upstairs, that's all I know. Um... Gerard would uh, step forward. You want to help checking it out? Oh, look, a competent person in this town. Come on. All right, so they will follow you up. Uh, foresight, continue. <sighs> do Do you know me? Uh, its arm, like, heads over to the wall. Adira, this time you would hear a violent, like, clattering and shaking, uh, and the very floor seems to vibrate slightly with the force uh, as the thing touches on the wall. Can I tell where it's coming from? Near the end of the hall. Then I shall head to near the end of the hall. You're at Foresight's room. I shall knock upon the door. Uh, after a moment, uh, Foresight, the thing's hand moves away, and there's a... on the door. He's gonna get really excited and then realize it wasn't this entity that knocked, and then he's gonna just be, like, internally disappointed. Um... I'm gonna go to the door, okay? Okay. Okay, he's gonna walk slowly to the door, provided it's not in the way. Alright, uh, it's uh, not. Okay, he'll open it slowly, say, oh, hello, Adira. Sweetheart, what's going on in here? You're freaking out the people downstairs. Um, sorry, uh, I met someone. Well, that's good, that's, that's good. Just um, maybe try to keep your activities not so loud. 
<laughs> Activities. The boy has the naive drawback. It goes over his head. Um, sorry, that's going to be difficult. Unless, uh, maybe you could help? Um, I'm not sure that's the best idea. Well, um, he's gonna, like, open the door the rest of the way and show this. There's no one in the room. Uh, you still see it, Foresight. Um, I thought you said you met someone. Hmm. You know, this situation seems eerily familiar. You know, one of us seeing someone and everyone else not being able to see them. You can see Terexis now? No, but I've gathered enough. Um, there's a being here in this room. They are a blur, and I've... They can understand me, but I don't understand what they're saying. They can interact with the physical. Though it is a violent interaction. Mm. Okay. What does he look like? Features are a bit difficult to really parse. Uh, their entire form is a it's a blur. Well, maybe have you tried asking him to go home? Well, uh. I wanted to know more about them. Okay, well, I think Mr. Bourne's going to get pretty upset if all this keeps going on because, like, it's shaking the floorboards here and it's scaring his customers. Oh, uh, sorry. I didn't think about that. Maybe there's a quieter way to interact with it. Um, I could go to the forest away from others. Will he follow you? If I ask, it's going to make noise. Oh, that's true. Uh, you would have noticed earlier that its footsteps were completely quiet. Yeah. It was only the table that made yeah. noise when it moved. No, I mean, if I ask, it's going to give me a yes or no response. Well, I'm not sure you should go off into the woods with this this being by by yourself being that you don't know who it is they don't seem to me hard i have an appointment to keep but i think the others will be back soon uh, well if they they were going to take some medicine to nina if it were dangerous then wouldn't it be better for her just me well if it becomes violent do you want to have to fight by yourself Better just meeting her than everyone else. Well, I'm not sure everyone else will see it that way. I'm not really sure how to ask or make conversation without a lot of noise. Uh, 
It would step forward towards the doorway. And like that, uh, there's like a thing hanging on the wall and it starts to violently shake. Uh, not nearly as loud as like when it's tapping on the floor mm. or on the wall, but it like that item is clattering and, and it like kind of like looks that direction as like and it stops. I'm gonna turn to these guys that followed me up here. They're like they have their fucking weapons drawn. They're like this is some poltergeist shit. Right, but I'm stupid. I don't know what danger is. <laughs> so like. How much gold would I have to throw at y'all to follow him and make sure he doesn't get hurt? Well, that's going to depend. I have no idea. How about we say 50 and then call any additional dangers a markup in the future? Hmm? Assuming this doesn't cause any problems. Well, can... Can you see them? If not, I don't think anyone could help me. Mm, they all shake their heads. I still think it might be best if you simply ask the entity to leave. I don't think I can do that. Foresight. Uh, make me a fortitude save. I will do that. What is my fortitude? It is a one. That is a five. Okay, so like this thing like kind of like reaches out towards you. Like it's going to place a hand on your shoulder. And mm. your body begins to shake extremely violently uh and you're cast across the room uh from like you're kind of like you were electrocuted like your legs straightened out yeah uh you end up taking three points of damage as you slam into the wall and are staggered for one round yeah well i was gonna test it anyway and it like you, you would be able to, like, look around and you would see it, like, kind of scrunch down through the doorway and, like, uh, move away. Uh, the hallway, uh, it, like, kind of, like, leans forward and runs almost like an ape. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the entire inn begins to shake violently. And it is leaving? Yeah. Uh, if I can, I would follow. All right, it, you you stagger to your feet, so you're you're going to be behind it a little bit, of course. But the shaking would subside relatively quickly as it exits. Uh, Adira, all right. So you chase after that. Uh, the the three kind of give you a little bit of a berth, but. Uh, not too much like they, they are keeping up and foresight you would you would see this creature uh standing out in the street once again looking confused uh to the best of your ability to tell it is it is looking around uh if he can even get into its view or at least try to is it clear which direction is the front of this entity? Um, in its current state where it's standing more or less straight up, not really. Okay, then uh, the only thing that he can do is walk around. Yeah, he'll walk around at least uh, 
like a third of it, like a 120 degrees of it, uh, to try to get in its view, and then points to somewhere that he knows would be secluded, like the woods. I think that's probably the only place that he actually knows how to get to. When it catches view of you, it speaks, but this time it is a straight pitch. Mm. Um, uh, and it's very high pitch and hurts your ears. Um, you are the only one who hears it. However, Adira, uh, make yes. a perception for me, please. Oh, I yes. suck at this. I have a plus one. Perception five. Okay. Um, you can see something emanating. Uh, you're not sure. It, it's not clear what it is, but uh, you do see something emanating from roughly in front of Foresight and much higher up. Uh, it looks like an emotional aura, but it's unclear. Uh, and uh, and the thing like turns and uh, it, it stops emitting this tone. And it turns and begins heading towards the woods. Uh, Foresight's going to head that way as well. All right. Adira? Are those other three still following her? Uh, yeah, apprehensively. They still have their weapons drawn. Just follow him. Keep an eye on him. I'll give you the 50 gold. Just go. They'll nod and they'll follow behind all right so back at the alleyway uh you've collected the gear um uh what are y'all doing riley's heading back to the inn he needs to meet with uh foresight <laughs> all right uh riley's heading back to the inn brock would i guess if leaf's going to administer the potions and stuff the girl brock would go with him all right so you're headed to the girl, you arrive at the Bourne household. Uh, Mr. Bourne is not in, but if you knock on the door, uh, a young woman, probably 17, uh, answers the door. She looks kind of pale and not in, not in her prime of uh, physical condition. Uh, can I help you? I believe we're here to see Nina. That's me. We come on behalf of uh, Riley Morheim. Uh, oh, Mr. Morheim. Uh, so, did he find the medicine they were talking about? I just kind of hold up the bottles. Oh, I thought it was a root. Oh, and the root. Oh, okay. And... Uh, what are the bottles for? Uh, it seems there's more to the treatment than we initially expected. Uh, but this is supposed to be more thorough. Oh, um, I... I, I shouldn't, um... I, I don't know how much that costs, um... You should, and it will cost you nothing. Uh, make me a diplomacy check. Plus two, assuming she's humanoid. She's... Her wear genes hasn't mutated her. Well, wear creatures, assuming they were humanoid in the first place, remain humanoids. Ah. They gain the shape changer subtype. So, yes, uh, that does function on her. Uh, so, she, uh, 
she she's like are you sure my father i i don't want him to be put into any more uh trouble because of me not only am i sure but i insist again on on behalf of mr morheim all right if it's not going to cost anything I, I just kind of nod, and uh, is is as as far as like the health, heal checks and whatnot are concerned. Was there any particular uh, order of operations that this has to be done in, or is, is best done in? Uh, curse first, then resistance, then uh, disease is the best combo. Okay, then uh, I'll, I'll instruct her uh, as the doctor ordered. All right. Uh, she will take them, and, I mean, honestly, you wouldn't be able to tell if anything changed, but she seems fine. Uh, she still, of course, is sick from the damage she's been taking from the poison, or that she did take from the poison, so. Okay, um, then I'd just say, um, rest, we'll, we'll check in on you in the morning. Thank you. <clears throat> uh... Have good evening. Um. So finger guns, Ryan, huh? I said finger guns. Finger guns. Finger guns and retreat. Uh, Brock. Okay. Brock would look to Leaf, kind of like as they start to move away from her, and uh, he would ask, "Do you think that uh, that one rat we saw in the alley was the only one concerned with uh, putting her in danger, or do you think there could be more?" If that's this is even the girl that he was talking about, uh, the whole situation is very complicated, and I don't I don't think we're necessarily equipped uh, to deal with more exploding assailants. Um, either way, I think at, at least one of us should probably stay nearby to make sure that. Uh, Maybe there's not more than one of them, or if this if this is something involving strictly Riley, then that can be dealt with later. But okay, as he is a were creature and she is dealing with lycanthropy, the tomb this this might be more of a simple explanation than we're thinking. You might be right. Uh, would you prefer I I stay and you tend to Riley? Uh, I, I can I can stay here and watch over the house. Really? I, I feel that uh I could I could possibly sit still and they might not even notice me. Really though, I, I think I might be more suited to tending to the ill. And uh between myself and Box we have more eyes to uh watch the premises. So uh perhaps you should go seek Riley out, make sure that everyone's okay. You know where I'll be if uh, something were to come up. Okay. Uh, I will let him know what the plan is and try to inquire as to uh, if this girl was someone other than Nina. Good luck. Okay. In that case, I will head back to the inn 
and I will knock back on the door and say, you know, I changed my mind. Uh, I actually thought it might be better to uh, stick around for an extended treatment. Uh, buy some food from the market and make sure that she's fed and taken care of. All right. So uh, you leave for a brief moment to go buy said food. Um, yeah. Brock, you're heading to the uh, the inn and uh, uh, to meet up with Riley. And Riley, um, a few moments after uh, the three mercenaries and Foresight head off into the woods, uh, you're walking up the street and you see Adira standing in front of the inn. <clears throat> oh, well, I was going back inside. I'm still trying to get to my damn appointment. <laughs> this, this is like right then while okay. you were outside. Uh, so she turns to start going back to the inn. Sure. Um, uh, I'm almost assuming unless Lark had something else to do that he's probably tagging along or did he uh, meander off? No, I'm tagging along. Okay, sounds good. I stay in pairs and all that. That's great. So yeah, seeing uh, Adira outside, the mostly gory best that Riley is will give a sharp whistle and a wave and um, begin strolling over with Lark, I guess. Which people have just been giving oh, you like, weird fucking... There's nothing I can do about that. Adira, I know what it looks like, but you should see the other guy. I don't think I want she, to. She does see the other guy all over you. <laughs> Good Lord. This is just him. Riley stands through the corner. Still for a minute, Riley, and she's going to start cleaning this girl gore and crap off of him. So, with a few prestidigitations, uh, you are pretty much clean. Wow. That is significantly better than a uh, bath, I guess. And quick, quicker, too. I figured I'd have to soak my clothing for hours upon hours, changing the water or over and over again. Burn them and have Lark make new ones. I'm very partial to my clothing. <laughs> Riley gives like a soft chuckle um, and says, uh, There's was an encounter, obviously. And I don't fully understand exactly what transpired, but it seemed that I was attacked by a were-rat that exploded. I'm just going to pretend that makes sense. That's what I've been trying to do, and it's very difficult, even though I was there. Tell me, uh, I have reason to suspect that's maybe during the encounter, considering I was bit and covered in gore, that I may unfortunately be afflicted with some sort of disease or something. Is Foresight around? Actually, he just left to follow an entity that only he can see into the woods, and I had to pay your little uh, party of, of debt collectors to follow him and protect him. So, um, yeah. Is is this the same creature that you no. and Leaf are talking to? No. No, it's a new one. It's a new one. What is going on? I don't know. And the you know, I was, company? I was actually going to ask to speak to you this evening after my appointment with Clint, which it seems like I'm never going to get to. Because um, there's more good news. So should I just give that to you now? 
Why not? So what could possibly get worse? Um, there is going to be some kind of great tragedy in Starlight on the uh, passing of the new year. I'm not sure precisely what's going to happen, but it's going to be pretty catastrophic. And how do you know that? Because I saw it in a vision. All right. You know, if you asked me about three years ago whether a vision would be good enough to convince me of something, I'd probably have said no. But considering everything I've experienced so far, this is unfortunate. <laughs> I am very much in the same boat. Um, well, I thought I should mention it because while your personal life is really none of my business, I have overheard you mention somebody being there that you're looking for that you care about. And it might be wise to find this person and try to get them out of harm's way before then yes yes perhaps this is layers upon layers of confusing and dire and I feel like in order to get a better head about myself I need a good slab of meat a nice cup of coffee and to make sure that I'm not going to turn into a were-rat how long is Foresight going to be out? I have no idea. I told him to send the entity away because he couldn't understand it. And it seems... I don't think it's trying to be violent, but it, it seems like it maybe doesn't know its own strength or something. It was shaking the whole goddamn in. But he insisted on trying to talk to it. Riley, like, rolls his shoulders and stretch outs his arms and says... Well, this sounds mysterious, odd, and perhaps dangerous. Which is the reason I just parted with half my fucking money to make sure he was guarded. Well, let's, uh... You said he went off in this direction, correct? Yes. Riley points. Lark, if you're up for a bit of a walk, why don't we uh, leave Miss Adira to her meeting and try to catch up with Foresight to make sure that he also doesn't... I don't know. I don't know what he could possibly encounter that would be weirder than what I have encountered today, but... Let's try to be there if and when it happens. That works for me. Great. Mark, I'd like you to make a perception check as you turn to respond to Riley. I swear to God, if I see that freaking thing that's coming out of the floorboards. <laughs> Critical failure with an eight. I guess it looks less strange to you and just concerning. Um, you see down the street, fire and smoke. Oh. Do I smell fire or smoke? Uh, no, but it's not like... It, it doesn't seem like it would be big enough to be, uh, like, absurd that you wouldn't at this point. Like, maybe there's a light breeze or something. All right, I I, I point in that general direction. direction. I say, uh, hey, you see anything over there? Riley looks at Lark curiously and says, are you attempting to, like, make me look at something that isn't there? Is this a joke? And then he slowly, like, turns his head around. Uh, Riley, make me perception. Uh, Adira, too, if she cares to look. Yeah, she'll look. Not that it does her any good. She's blind. You have your thing. I have a total oh, of 18. I do have my... Thank you. I keep forgetting I even had that. <laughs> yeah, it does me no good. All it does is let me roll double bad. Okay. So wow. you got an 18? Yes, wow. Riley has an 18. Okay, so Adira looks over and she just sees buildings and people in the streets. Uh, Lark, 
um, sees this fire and smoke. Um, which, it's not like a massive fire, but it's large enough that you would think it's like... It, it's bigger than like a, like, like a campfire, so you feel like it's concerning. Uh, but Riley turns and looks, and he doesn't see any fire or smoke. Uh, he looks around, peers at, like, looking for something that's off or different, and he sees a foreign man, somebody from the sun-scorched north of Helios, a very dark-skinned man who appears to be perusing a, uh, a roadside stand. He, he seems to stand out a bit from the crowd. Are you... Lark talking about that individual over there. Riley will point him out, confused. He is pointing exactly where the fire is. I kind of like cock my head to um, uh, to the side and say, um, uh, "Actually, I probably wouldn't say anything. I'd probably just look very confused, like dead ass." Though he's pointing right at it. Yeah. No. The Lark, the man there, clearly from the northern reaches of Helios. Are you okay? Wait, you see somebody from Helios? <laughs> Riley points harder. <laughs> uh, at this point, Adira would take note of him, uh, seeing him. He he looks like the people of the northern oasis jungle. Uh, they are more dark-skinned uh, in general than the people of Southern Helios who tend to have, like, they can get that really kind of, like, dark, umberish brown, but, like, the people uh, up north get even darker. Um, and so he, he is that very, very dark-skinned sort of person. I say, um, I ask him, what color are his eyes? Uh, he's kind of far away for them to notice that. Uh, I'm afraid he's kind of far away for me to notice that. I'll tell you when I get back. Right. Adira starts walking towards him. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I want to go too. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's to introduce ourselves as I start walking towards the smoke and fire. All right. So as you approach, um, the man, when you get within a certain range of him, the man will look a bit like alerted like he he can sense that something is off and he begins looking around very quickly uh looking towards lark lark uh once you get about this far from him the fire uh which up to this point has just looked like a pillar of fire begins to blow away from you as if by a strong wind showing a dark-skinned man with his uh, flesh scorched beneath it. Uh, the other two of you approach this relatively normal-looking man, uh, looking at his eyes in particular to see, uh, and do notice that his eyes are red, just like Lark's. Ah, then Riley says aloud, Lark, his eyes are red, just like yours. Interesting. The man will look uh, concerned, uh, but stay where he is. Uh, obviously, he like eye locks with Lark. He's not looking at the other two of you. I'll uh, I'll stop moving. I'm not keeping my eyes off of him, and um, I ask my companions, uh, "Would you be able to approach that fellow?" 
this is going to sound like a very odd question, but just bear with me here. I, I intend to go talk to him. Approach the fellow and ask him to describe me to you. Odd question, but okay. Yeah, that's all right. We'll uh, play along. Adira, do you want to take a lead? Sure. I'm going to walk up to this man. Riley follows. When when you do go grow closer and Lark has stopped, he will he will look up at both of you and uh regard you. Just can I ask who you are? I'm Adira. I'm I'm actually from Helios and it's been a very, very long time since I've been home and I saw you and I wanted to come over and talk to you. But our friend over there wants us to ask you a really weird question. He is wanting to ask me a question. He wants us to ask you what you see when you look at him? When I look at him? Tell him this. Tell him I see a Yore Sabril. Oh. Yeah, Riley, go tell him that. Can I... Can you spell that out for me? Hold on. <laughs> Riley will pull out a journal and his ink pen. Uh... In an altered version of Light Common, Yore Sabril. Okay. Yeah. Um, Riley will nod, look at Adira, just to make sure that everything's cool, and then we'll uh, head back over to Lark and uh, show him the word that Riley was given to pass along. So when was the last time you were home? I'm just bullshitting with you, Sean. Are, are you talking? <laughs> yeah, you I'm talking? just making small talk with this man. It has been many years. Like, I'm just bullshitting you. I don't expect you to actually have a conversation. He's kind of absentmindedly answering, so. Um, but yeah, when Lark, you see the, uh, you see the page, uh, and it says, Yore Sabril, uh, your people's word for burning soul. Uh, you're pretty sure you know what it means now. Right. Um, I, uh, okay. So I tell Riley, could you go and ask, <laughs> go to the fellow and ask him if he is a Yorisabril? Is there a reason you're asking me to go as an in-between between you folk? Uh, for now, yes. 20 feet between you. <laughs> you realize how strange this is, right, Lark? I've not had good experiences with those who have made me Yorisabril. And what does it mean? It means burning soul in our tongue. Okay. Uh, I'll ask you to elaborate more in the future, but I'll do so as you ask. And Riley will um, turn and go back to the uh, to the man and ask him if uh, he is also one of these. I believe so, yes. At least I have been called many times. I see. Lark did not tell me what to do next. This is unfortunate. Hmm. Riley just slowly back away and go back to Lark to tell him, yes, he is also one of these people. <laughs> All right. Um, in that case, um, would you uh, <laughs> would you then approach him and ask him if it was all right if I were to approach him and converse with him. If he says yes, then just wave me over. 
Riley chuckling a little bit just as like as an outsider how absurd the situation seems will nod and do so we'll return to this man and ask if it's acceptable for Lark to approach with caution I do not know what will happen if I on him I can see it burns so hot that's okay today is full of things that we don't know what's going to happen and they just keep happening Yes, apparently. Okay. I was going to signal him over, but I should probably tell him all of that. So Riley will once again return to Lark and tell him to uh, approach with caution because there's uncertainty of what will happen. Okay. So I will approach him, but I'll stay with, uh, I'll stay um, uh, 10 feet away from him at all times. All right. Uh, so 10 feet between or with a five foot gap? Uh, 10, 10 feet between. For 10 feet between. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can I interject real fast? Can I roll like a knowledge local to see if Riley maybe has heard of what the hell is going on? Of this seems like some sort of weird, maybe cultural custom or something. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Total of sixteen. So, like, you're trying to think, Yoris Sabrella, Yoris Sabrella, and trying to think of what what it could be in terms of culture and it you just really can't bring it up you you know that it sounds like an old helogian word but you like like it's an old word okay so actually adira you would have understood it uh hmm. i didn't think about that um well yeah i do speak like common and i am ancient yes uh it, it's an old helogian word but like you, you can tell that it like fits with that sort of language, but you're not familiar with the cultural significance of it. Uh, you're you can probably intuit that it's kind of along the lines of like calling somebody cursed. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So I've approached within ten feet of him. Uh, the closer you approach, the though you feel no wind. Uh, the the further back these flames are pushed off of him, and with greater violence. Okay. Now it's almost as if he were standing in a gale or a uh, or a a tornado, almost with the the fire just like okay. pulling like opposite you. His flesh does look terribly burned and scorched. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that he's he's feeling the same sensation in. Um, seeing he, here. From what you can tell, he does look to be in some form of discomfort. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Or uncertainty. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he will speak uh, loudly enough. Um, you look as if you have been drowned in tar and set ablaze. Um, I, uh, I would respond to him in light common. Um, and I would say... Um, uh, uh, as have you. Sun warm you, my brother. The sun has not warmed me for many months. Uh, nor have I felt its gentle touch within these realms in many a year. But please, my father named me Lakshan Gaderno. May I ask what, uh, uh, your forebears have, have named you? I am known as Kayaze. I see. And, um, uh... I notice that uh, we bear the uh, the same mark. May I ask, um, what tragedy has befallen you? 
I had the misfortune of, shall we say, felling the wrong tree. Hmm. And I, uh, um, let's say that I've I've ventured down the wrong hole. Um, I feel that, um, we uh, we have shared similar fates. You have lost much, then. I'll just say I have. I have as well. Who is it that curses you? I do not know. A darkness that has taken my um, my people. Which both of you speak light common, so you would just understand what's going on. Um, <clears throat> darkness, I cannot say that mine is. Terrible beast. One that haunts my dreams. What does this beast look like? Something like an insect, but wrong. And glowing from within with devilish fire. Oh, do I get a planes check against this? Uh, yes. Or a religion. I don't have religion. Okay, then make a planes. I cannot roll shit! God damn it! You have your thing. <laughs> yes, I know, and I'm fixed to click on it again, and then I'm going to be super pissed when it's like even lower or some shit. No, it did a little better. You intuit from not knowing exactly what it is, uh, but based on its description, you're guessing it's some sort of demon. Uh, you're not 100% sure, but you can't think of uh, like an insect devil that actually has flames you can think of an insect devil that has ice but you can't think of an insect devil that has flames nor a demonic creature with flames uh so the best you come to think of is it's either an elemental fiend or it's a demon okay of some kind i do not know what it is that has claimed my soul but i do carry um uh, a me uh, with me a memory of the tragedy and I'll take out my onyx gem and I'll show it to him he will avert his eyes and cover his face as though it were too bright okay in which I'll, I'll put it back in my pocket I do carry a curse of my past he would reach into his pocket and produce what the other two of you could see as like a carved piece of wood However, to you, Lark, it is a vibrantly burning uh, something. You can't even see through it. Uh, and it is extremely bright. All right. Uh, he will, uh, upon seeing your reaction, he will put his away as well. All right. I'll, uh, I'll say to him and I'll say, um, uh, if you would, just one moment. Uh... I, uh, I must confer with my companions, and I'll kind of gesture to uh, um, Riley and Adira. Yes. I need a big favor. <laughs> Do you need me to act as a go-between again? I'm very good at being a male person, apparently. Of sorts. Um, our, uh, well, our curses seem to be resonating off of each other, and it seems to be making both of us quite uncomfortable. Um, I don't know how far I'm going to be able to go with this fellow, but um, I know that my kind, we are a, a lonely sort. Um, uh, and uh, it's difficult to um, find people who care. Um, 
and I just wanted to know if it would be possible for um, you two or if we could get some of our other companions to uh, um, befriend this fellow um, because uh, in some way I don't know how but we sh seem to share a fate um, and I think that this is the best lead for me to figure out what's happening to me but it's not something that I sh would be able to easily do on my own so Lark. Were you cursed by a demon as well? Apparently, I wasn't sure what it was. Have you seen it? I, I've only seen it in my dreams. What does it look like? I uh, I give a rough description. Adira, he gives you this description, and with every detail, it seems to strike greater and greater fear into your heart. He mentions the eyes, but all the other details start to kind of fall into place in your mind as well. Lark, that's not a demon, baby. That's a daemon. Oh, so it is a daemon. Well, that would explain the daemon disease. That's her daemon. The queen's daemon. Like its pet? No, no, no. Like, the queen had a daemon she, she dealt with. To, well, for a variety of reasons. None of which were good. I, sorry, I, I'm, I'm afraid I don't know too much about the lore, but uh, I didn't think that daemons were the ones that were the bargaining type. Um, any of the three will offer bargains, um, but only an absolute idiot accepts one. From, I mean, possibly a devil you can trust uh, to some degree, but the others, no, you can't trust. Which I'm sure she found out. Brock, at this point, you've wandered up to the inn, happening to look to the right and see your companions off speaking with some man. Well, then I will approach them. All right. Uh, I guess I'll. Well, if they're in the middle of talking, I would kind of let them finish up, but I would kind of walk up to Riley as, you know, showing intent of like, hey, I'm about to talk to you. Okay. Yeah, and um, although Riley's like completely enraptured in all this Lark lore, um, if he notices Brock like approaching even a little bit, he will gesture Brock to head over and join in. Yeah, and he'll he'll just he'll join the semicircle around the two. Uh, he would he would look at uh, Riley though, and he would say, um, "I left I left uh, Leaf with Nina, as we are uncertain if more rare rats could appear." Seems like an adequate call, Brock. That's good. I do hope she does well and that she doesn't fuck this up. God, if she fucks this <laughs> up. <laughs> no, I do hope she does well. But um, we're in the middle of uh, Lark's past, it seems. And Lark, I hope you don't mind be being direct, but do you have any idea why you are cursed by one of these things? Um... I, um... You pervaded a holy space, did you not? Or perhaps a seal? Uh, I look at him and I say, uh, yes, that was my thought as well. The, uh, there are many ruins. Uh, I, th this I, I'm saying to explain to, uh, to Riley. There are many ruins where I come from uh, that jot the landscape. Uh, most of those that are easily accessible, we freely can't, be, uh, can't buy. They've already been looted, explored, and are mostly harmless, but we found a secret chamber and Apparently, I let something out. You went in the Queen's Temple. 
I located here. The pardon? It sounds like you found the queen's temple. Her r- ritual space for dealing with this daemon. Oh, um, so you might, so you, you know what it is that, um, has cursed me and has, has claimed to the lives of my, my clan. A daemon, which I'm sorry to say, if that is the truth, your people are, are gone. Even their souls won't exist anymore. Alright, at this point, Lug would probably just turn and walk away. Well, with that, we will flash over to the woods where Foresight is following this entity into the woods. What could possibly go wrong? Um, ah, there are states. Are there? Yeah, there are. Being eternally rattled around for fucking ever. Ask Adira. There are worse fates. What if it's like vibrating Abaddon in his stomach? Eh, I'll get into it, you know. Alright, uh, so this creature is trudging along. You notice it leaves no footprints in the earth. It just means I have to follow extra close to make sure I don't lose it. It seems to stop and look around from time to time, arbitrarily picking a direction to move. I mean, if it seems to be leading the way and doesn't seem to be like... It literally just looks like it's wandering. Man, part of me is curious to see how far we go, but like... Nah, once we, once we get far enough in that I don't think that like... The knocking would alert other people, at least like the, the town. They're probably relatively deep in. Um, he'll ask if we can stop here. It will turn. The other three behind you, kind of just like looking nervous. Um, uh, there are people here. People are uh, like more percentages I can deal with, but like people are. Uh, okay. <clears throat> um, I guess the best thing to do is. Um, if there are just like two trees, he's just going to point to one and say that that can be the yes train, that can be the no train. It's the easiest way to do this. Okay. I've been thinking about questions to ask. Um, are you in pain at all? It seems to ponder for a moment, not choosing an answer, before it touches the no tree. Uh, which will shake uh, fairly violently, uh, considering the thickness of the tree. However, it's not particularly loud. Kind of just sounds like a tree getting shook. Okay, that's good. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Were you always like this? Invisible um, or unseen by others and a blur? It touches both trees. Has anyone else been able to see you? It ponders, doesn't answer. Mm. Mm. It's hard to think about these questions in yes or no fashion. 
I wonder if I could get you to write if I had a large enough canvas. It like touches the ground mm -hmm. and there's like just some chaotic shaking. Mm. And then it touches the no tree. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It had to be in order for you to write a single word. I'd probably need a mountain. At least a mountain of space. Um. Which make me a perception check. I can roll a d20. I can roll a d20. That's 20. 12. Okay. So you were looking like where it touched on the ground. And mm. there was this massive amount of chaotic shaking. Like almost like base thumping like moving leaves and and bits of twigs and whatnot but when it pulled its hand away like the stuff then like during that whole time it didn't stop shaking and it was just bouncing around everywhere but when mm -hmm. it pulled away everything was in the exact same configuration as when it first touched but it's not like it like corrected itself it just like landed back that way okay and thinking back when it touched the wall and the ground even though it was really loud were there any like significant markings or anything notable whatsoever no the only time anything seemed to change with relative permanence is when an object was completely moved are are you from this world it ponders for a moment and then hits the no tree three times hmm. it seems almost I, I wouldn't say excited but it, it seems to have had a eureka moment and it's slamming the no tree huh. do you remember where you're from it hits the yes tree hmm. um oh man this is gonna be a pain uh would someone who's studied religion know the the multiple planes like someone would know the levels of hell uh or you you would probably know the religion related planes so you would probably have some knowledge vaguely of the outer planes okay uh you can make a religion roll and we'll see roughly how much probably not much ah 20. uh you know the uh constituent primary nine planes uh you know a little bit about how religions play into them hell is where the arch or arch devils live and you know lawful evil people effectively like mm -hmm. they are all about order and pain or order and uh power and they mm -hmm. uh punish evil souls and you know that abaddon is where souls go to die you know that the abyss is the the den of sin uh you know that uh the boneyard is where everyone ends up for at least a little while uh etc etc okay well at this point he's basically going to go through a bat like he's, he's gonna go through the list of every plane he knows asking are you from interplane uh, every single one gets a no so it's not a religious plane of existence and i would assume it's not an elemental plane 
guess I should form that in the, in the form of a question of is are you from one of the elemental planes? It's no. It sucks that I know all of the planes, but I can't just ask those questions. There's one really obvious one that you only sort of asked, but didn't ask the right way. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you already mentioned Abaddon as one to ask. Um, there's also, I guess, where we came from. The other... I don't know what to call that. Other time. Is that how you phrase it? From the other time? <clears throat> well, I personally can't think of a better way to ask that right now. Okay, so if you exactly. phrase it like that, he'll hit yes and no. Okay. While um, you are thinking about what to ask next, it vanishes. Mm. Oh. About 30 seconds later, it reappears. Well, that was neat. I guess the best question to ask was, was that intentional? Confusion. Uh, it doesn't answer. <clears throat> oh. Um, you vanished for a moment. Did you move? It hits the this? no tree. Oh. Then maybe this connection we have is tenuous or temporary it doesn't answer well if you know where you're from it'd be so much easier if i could just talk but i guess mm, nothing on life is easy unless you can understand me how can I figure out where you're from if I'm not intelligent enough to... Hey, if I look back at those three, uh... Quote, guards, are they just just hanging out? Still look on guard? Yeah. They're, they're a little on guard, but they're like leaning against trees and shit, just kind of... Because you've been doing this for a bit, and... They're kind of... I wouldn't say they're used to it, but they're like... They're not jumping at every fucking yeah. thing at this point, but they do look ready to swing at something if it pops up still. Man. I'm trying to think of a way to broaden these questions, but also my brain doesn't work right now. Roll an intelligence check. Yeah, I'll roll a d20. Is that an actual just roll a d20? Yeah, that's a, that's a roll a d20. And it's an intelligence check, so I can't actually use my power or... That's a 10 flat. 10 flat. Spell. Um, I couldn't use the spell because it's an intelligent check. Like, it, it, it's it's sitting there. And I think you wonder if uh, it knows how it got here. Although, after asking that, I would have to try to figure out a way to get it to describe or go through every way I can possibly think of. I mean, you can... Also, just work with the information you can get. I mean, I can ask, yeah. Do you know how you got here? It'll hit yes and no. Were there others with you? No. Was it by your choice to come here? No. 
Do you want to go back? Yes. I wonder. Well, I mean, I'm going to a place that has a lot more information than I can come up with myself. There was a place that could figure out how to bring you back if you don't know how to. Yes. You do know how to go back? No. Okay. He, it was, you, you figure from that that he was saying, yes, this place. Okay. Do... Hmm. Do you know... Yes or no formats are hard. Do you know the name of where you were from? Or what we would call it? He does not answer. Hmm. I guess if you didn't, then I could go through every single place I'm aware of and... It's no. Like, briefly, like, mid-sentence. It just slaps no. I really hate that I can't... I don't know about this world, so I know even less about others. It takes a step closer to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna move. No, that's all it does. I think, at least for now, I'm at a loss. Uh, I'm not giving up, I just need to think. The player is also at a loss. Um, Alright, so uh, with that, with foresight, sitting in the woods with a strange creature and three people watching him basically conversate with himself with lark walking away from the party and this strange blazing man with leaf sitting in the home of a woman possibly cursed with lycanthropy with riley his blood teeming with the disease itself. Adira coming to the realization that Lark is cursed by the same thing that killed the queen and Brock coming up on all this shit and just being like, why is everything going to fucking hell? I think that's where we'll end this session. Unless anybody wants to toss in anything else right quick. Uh, Sean, what's our fun fact of this episode? Quick. Um, Riley has lycanthropy. No, no, educational. It's for, for the children. Come on. Where's um, Canada? Where's Canada? Quick. Uh, where, uh, werewolf was originally used to describe cannibals. Oh, that's a fun fact. I enjoyed it. I had fun with that. Oh, so you think cannibalism is fun? I do, actually. Do you not? Okay, just in. Chris endorses cannibalism. I do. Fun for most of the family. Have, have you seen his Let's Plays? I mean... 
Uh, I actually haven't. <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Sean again, just here to remind you that after these little end credits of mine, there's going to be some special content from Riley, Riley Morheim for everybody. So just keep on listening and we'll have it right to you. I'd like to thank our patrons, Brian Rafe, Brian Bridges, Don Bewley, and Tim Demuse. You're all awesome and thank you for supporting us. If you'd like to join them and get all sorts of rewards, including exclusive and sometimes early content, and even the chance to sit in live during our sessions, check us out on patreon.com forward slash eldritch dream, or follow the link in the episode description. We also have a Ko-Fi and several other links in the description, so go check it out. This includes a link to the Hive, that's our Discord, where you can come and interact with us, a bunch of other podcasters, and our internet friends, some of whom are listed in the description as well. We also have started adding more videos to our YouTube channel, which you can find under an Elder Stream Games. Just go ahead on YouTube and search Eterna Episode 22, for example, and we're getting those videos up as soon as we can. Thank you very much. And as always, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams. 18th of Hish. Victoria. It has been some time since last I wrote, and I do apologize. I know how much joy you once found in my tales, and to think of your smile as you read this journal. The thoughts unsteadies my hand and clouds my mind. To think... Our reunion is but weeks away, and I will admit sleeping has been difficult. My only saving grace is that my travels have proven both wondrous and strange. The world itself is as you and I imagined, a cacophony of budding stories and adventure waiting to be found. Vic, the people I have met, the places I have been, and the deeds I have accomplished. I will introduce you to everyone, take you everywhere, and show you everything this world has to offer. That was my promise. It has not been easy, of course, but I have been keeping good company. Though, as the days progress, I find myself increasingly concerned for their well-being. Many members of my party are apparently haunted by some specter I have yet to see and am powerless to confront. I am unfortunately left in idle hope that the specter proves itself more beneficial than harmful, lest I be forced to expend what few resources I have left to see it slain. But that was indeed my father's saying, wasn't it? Spend money like you have it. And so I have, to cure a townsgirl of lycanthropy, even if it left me unable to afford a cure for my own affliction. Yes, Vic, I had the misfortune to encounter a werebeast, and in the scuffle I fear it may have passed along its curse. I will be holding myself to remedies and rest under the watch of my allies for the foreseeable future. I dare not consider being held under rule by such a curse, so I will see to it that I remain healthy. I will return to you a man, not a beast. My allies are reliable and resourceful. I trust them to guide me through this. Have I mentioned that foresight reminds me of you from when we were children? Quiet, considerate, shy. He's out of his elements in almost every situation, but the man has a warm heart for the livelihood of others. It's 
commendable, if not saint-like, and I would so enjoy showing him that the world is nothing to fear. Perhaps it will come in time. Adira remains a foreign element to me, however. There are strong glimpses of passion and humanity within her, but also something unmistakably alien. I cannot pretend to understand her origin, regardless of how often she has tried to explain it, but I am left to wonder if she feels as though she belongs here, that she is accepted here. Hers is a fascinating tale, without doubt. I also admit an increasing curiosity about Lark. The man carries upon himself a buried history, unshared with the rest of us save for glimpses of brief sorrow, torments, and grief. And though he has claimed himself an artisan with textiles, his skill set and his combat capabilities far outshine the common man. His past aside, I have felt no stronger comfort in combat than I have with him as a brother-in-arms. Amidst the chaos within our company, I have come to find Brock a strong source of stability, normalcy, and reason. Like me, he's the only other in our company not haunted by apparitions, and his dedication to prayer speaks volumes of his resolve. Also, I am uncertain if I have written about this in prior entries, but apparently Brock has some sort of mystical control over rocks. And this leaves me wondering whether he was named Brock at birth, or if it is something he adopted once mastering his capabilities. The name seems a little too convenient, if you ask me. Of course, I shall not forget to mention my companionship with Leaf. Of all my allies, I look forward to you meeting Leaf the most. His generosity and concern for others reminds me so much of your own. And I mentioned his attempt to scold me for rushing into conflict with the Flying Highwayman. I nearly had a flashback to the time you berated me for leaping from your window to help those women being accosted by guardsmen. Leaf's comforts and joys are simple and admirable, though I know him to be capable of stepping up in conflict when needed. Also, not to give too much away, Vic, but I may be hiring him as head chef for a traveling food wagon. Indeed, I have stumbled my way into friendships that I anticipate will last a lifetime, and I look forward to sharing these people with you as well. My companions are a mixed assortment, and I can think of no finer way to begin the adventure I once promised you than to introduce you to Riley Morheim's company. Until then, Vic, I want you to know that I too have taken to counting the stars before sleep. And every single time, I wonder if you are counting them with me. Yours, Riley V. Morheim. <laughs>